classroom community is not just about the relationships you nurture inside your classroom. It's also about the relationships you nurture among your peers outside the classroom. And it's about the ways you nurture yourself as a professional. That's why for today's episode, I'm recording from the Fall Q Conference in Stockton, California. I'll be sharing a little bit about my educational journey and insights from other educators who are also attending the conference. If you're not familiar with Q, Q is short for Computer Using Educators. Although nowadays it's about a lot more than just computers. Q is a professional organization that supports educators in the effective use of instructional technology tools and strategies. Q's mission is to transform teaching by connecting educators with ideas, resources, and each other to use technology to prepare students to succeed in a rapidly changing world. Now, my educational journey began back in the... I'm proud to say that this is my 40th year teaching. You heard it right, 40 years. It's kind of hard for me to believe. I remember my first year as a new teacher walking into that classroom for the first time where I was totally in charge. Over the years, I've taught elementary school. I spent 20 years teaching secondary mathematics, science, and uh, electives. Uh, and now I'm working as a specialist focusing on instructional technology, supporting teachers district-wide. I get the question frequently about when am I going to retire? And my answer is, I don't know. I'm not ready to retire because I still see myself as a young teacher. And most teachers I work with are rather surprised at my true age. But I think the thing that keeps me young and keeps me fresh is attending conferences like these getting new ideas, collaborating with other educators, sharing strategies, and then trying them out in my own classroom or with the teachers I support. I feel it's really important to always be uh, reinventing yourself or tweaking the way you do things. We hear a lot lately that students are different after the pandemic. Students don't learn the same, which is probably true but it also means that we as teachers need to be doing things differently. Well, how do you find out about these different ideas and different strategies? One way is attending conferences. So I asked a few attendance goers to, to introduce themselves and to share why they give up their weekends and often pay for themselves like I've done this weekend to attend professional development conferences. So let's hear what they have to say. So I'm here at the Fall Q Conference with Bob Kelly. Bob, can you introduce yourself and tell us your role in education? Uh, mainly a teacher. Um, for 25 years, I've been teaching social studies, U.S. history, AP U.S. history, uh, dual enrollment U.S. history, regular U.S. history, government, economics, all of that social studies. Uh, I was also a football coach for a long time. Mm -hmm. I coached basketball. So now I've basically gone about half time as a teacher on special assignment as a teacher coach 
So okay. that, that's pretty much why I am. And where do you do that? I do okay. that at Minarets High School, which is located in the Sierra Foothills, about halfway between Yosemite and Fresno. Oh, okay. Definitely. Um, so here we're at the Fall Q Conference. So it's a weekend in Stockton. And what motivates you to give up your weekend and come to a conference like this? It's basically doing what I'm asking my students to do. Um, as I was asking the teachers in our last session, um, I asked my students to create projects, um, research something, um, create a visual, uh, have an audio or a, a video aspect to it. Um, if I'm going to ask my students to do that, I need to know what they're doing and how they're doing it. Um, and so I've been working with KQED and, and Rachel over here for over 10 years now, and they're very project-based. Minarets is very project-based. So if I can, the more I can do like that and help teachers understand and demystify that, the better. Um, then also doing it myself makes it easier for me to teach my students and say, okay, when you do this, this is what I mean. Oh, okay, instead of like, just do that. So what advice might you give a teacher who wants to start being more innovative in their classroom but kind of doesn't know where to start? Um, any kind of change, whether it's to become a teacher, to change assignments as a teacher, to uh, change their, uh, their curriculum, mm -hmm. is why. Why? Mm -hmm. Why are you doing this? What, what, what do you think you're going to get out of it? Uh, how committed are you to the process of getting to that level? Whether it be, you know, like, I, like I said, changing subjects, um, changing assignments, or just what your, uh, your own curriculum. Absolutely. Definitely. That, that's the bottom line. Right. Well, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. So, hi, Tannis. Thanks for joining me today. Hi. I'm happy to be here. So, can you tell, tell us a little bit about um, your role in education, where you work, and what you do? Well, my current role, and I've only been there about a year, at, I work for the El Dorado County Office of Education, and I'm a professional learning coordinator. So right now our focus is on universal design for learning and social emotional learning, um, all of those areas. And <laughs> a focus right now also is in artificial intelligence and how do we use that in the classroom. Cool. Yeah. Um, and why you're here, we're here at the Fall Q Conference mm -hmm. in Stockton. So um, why, are you, why are you willing to give up a weekend to come and do essentially two solid days of professional development? Uh, the Q conferences, whether it's fall or spring, is my place to go to really learn from other educators because we learn best from each other. And, um, and it fills my bucket. <laughs> it really does. It helps me um, connect with others and it energizes me. Um, and again, learning from others is just what I come for all the time because I always learn something new. Even if yep. it's an area where I'm providing learning for other educators, mm -hmm. I yep. always learn something new from yeah. somebody else that is ac applicable to, you know, the classroom right away. Yeah, yeah I absolutely yeah. agree. Yeah. And it's a great place to make friends. Oh. Like, we met through Q, right? <laughs> we so. did. We did. Yeah. I think we did things online before we met in person. I, absolutely. So. Absolutely. That's yeah. great. Um, do you have any advice you'd give to um, teachers who are looking to improve their pers their professional practice or like rejuvenate their teaching style? My biggest advice is to 
learn one new thing. It doesn't have to be everything. And just one new thing that is of interest, that might be inspiring, talk to other educators about what they're doing and learn one new thing and try it small, mm-hmm. right? Just yep. start small and integrate it into maybe just an activity and what mm-hmm. you're doing and then maybe build it into several activities mm-hmm. or and just build on that. And then once you feel comfortable, find something else because that's how we become more energized. If we, yes, it's very comfortable to do the same thing that we've done for a long time but sometimes it gets a little stale, even if it's our favorite yes. thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's our favorite thing. We look forward to it every year. We can always spice it up just a little bit, just one little thing. Um, you know, I discourage teachers from trying this whole big blown, completely right. flipping everything that they're doing um, because that can become overwhelming for uh, many teachers. Some yes. teachers, that's how they thrive. Good for them. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, just a little tweak, a little change, and that can build into other things. So just have more energy, more, a little more spark again. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for yeah. talking with me today. Thanks, Andrea. Well, hello, thank you for joining me today. Um, can you please introduce yourself and tell us your role in education? Yes, hello, my name is Adriana Romero and I teach foreign language, Spanish in particular, and as a high school teacher. And where do you teach? At River Island High School. Where's that? Where's that? Near Lathrop. Oh, okay, so really Lake- close here to the yes. conference. Oh, okay. Yes, it is Great. really close. So I'm asking everyone, why have you chosen to give up your weekend to come and spend it um, doing professional development? I think uh, becoming more aware of technology and new ways as we evolve as individuals, uh, we also need to evolve in the classroom, learn new ways, new techniques to also improve and teach the new students in the new era of students that we have in the classroom. So when you had said to me that this is your first conference. Yes, first it is. Q- it Somebody is my think? first conference. There's so much information. And what ideas have you gotten just from like the general, um, the general sessions that you want to apply in your own classroom? So far, the grading techniques that okay. I've seen. I am going to a technique about uh, finding your grind, and I will be sharing that with my counselor um, because mm-hmm. we are currently doing something similar with the students at the moment um finding their what their niche is for the future and what they want to go ahead and go to school and the actual process that Mm -hmm. it will take for them to get to point a to point b so i'm excited for that and i'm excited for it because i will also take the test (laughs) (laughs) the other thing that i'm super excited is uh the gentleman that did the rapping what is it um what's his name schoolyard rap schoolyard rap i really loved it it's great i'm taking a book and also information for our um school to book them and take it to the school yeah. so that would be an amazing thing so Super those are the things that i have popped up yeah, for, to me so well, i saw i know i love the rap and we know that really connects with students right um one of the sessions i went to they were talking about using chat gpt to write a rap about your content so 
the teacher can do it, right? You put in your, the, the topics and the subtopics and the info details and maybe the vocabulary, right, right. that you're going to be teaching um, and have ChatGPT write a rap for you. But then having students do it the same in ChatGPT and then they perform it so that they can kind of internalize that vocabulary. That and you would, could totally do that in Spanish. That right? is totally right. I love that idea when you were telling me. I was like, ooh, ideas flowing. Yeah, yes, that would be so fun. Chat GPA and have them write a little mm-hmm. rap song with the things that they want to go ahead and share mm-hmm. and have them sing the Maybe song or, or record it. Or record or, it, yeah. <laughs> record it or have a little... Um, I know a lot of students are uh, embarrassed to show yep. their faces. They could f- uh, find a bit emoji that could do that for them. That's true, yeah. So that would be great. I love that. that. Thank you for the idea. <laughs> I greatly appreciate it. That's why I like these conferences because when you just you hear one idea and then you talk to somebody about it and then it sparks another idea. Yes, and, and it's uh, uh, like a domino mm-hmm. effect. Mm-hmm. And it goes on and goes on, and you write them down so you don't forget. You don't forget, absolutely. Yes. Oh my, thank and then you. you go home and share, right, with somebody else. Yes, that's what I'm they doing. share. And that's what, I have yeah. all the stickers <laughs> that I want to share, all the information that I want to share with all my colleagues, and I'm super excited. So, so that is, I hope I could come next year as well. And we have additional individuals that are, have participated in the Q conference, and there's more knowledge that we could go ahead and take back and implement in the classroom. Absolutely. To make it interesting. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you so much for sitting and talking to me. Thank you. Let's go ahead and go to our next session. There we okay. go. Let's go. For my final interview, I'm here with my good friend and colleague, Marina Alfaro. Um, I'm going to start, Marina, by asking you, I know this is your first Fall Q conference, and I'm I'm wondering what you think compared to other conferences you've been to. Oh, very different. What do I think? Um, So my last conference that I attended in the spring, big. It's very big, many sessions, many times, but the Fall Q brought... A little something different for me I felt it being that it was smaller I felt a little more closeness and uh, closest with our own affiliate and um, it just seemed it was it was a, a very different experience I didn't feel that it was the same ball queue that I attended back in the spring because of the feeling that I felt again it's smaller it's uh, more more time for you to spend with your like i said your affiliate and other um and in the sessions i they were smaller so i felt like i was able to spend more time asking more questions and being part Mm -hmm. of um, the session yeah i also appreciated the small session the small number of participants it was much easier to interact with people Uh, like you said ask questions um i also wanted to ask you i know that you paid for yourself to go And you had to take personal time on Friday to leave early. So I'm wondering what motivates you to spend your own money and give up a weekend to uh, attend a conference like this. So I thought about that um, during the conference when we we discussed it. And I thought about the time when I first became a teacher. And I think about and I see the teachers now, uh, teachers with no experience, first year teachers and veteran teachers. And I just see the need on how different we are now engaging our students and it's a different time and I don't see that there's enough time for us at the end of the day as educators to go 
and have the training to, and the want is there, but the time isn't. And when you have time, you're exhausted. So why not if I can, and I am able to bring the to the classrooms, the learning and this from the sessions, um, why not do it? It just, I, I, it's important that I know that I can serve them and help them in the outside, bring it into the classroom. I think that's great. And um, I guess we should point out that you're an instructional coach yes. <laughs> uh, in Santa Ana. So you're currently out of the classroom, yeah. but you push into into classrooms sure do. and you support teachers at um, at a particular school site. So that's great. What what is the the coolest idea or new thing that you want to try that you heard about or got more information about it at FallQ? Aside from Edge Protocols, um, I'm excited to introduce it to our new teachers. But of course, the AI Magic School, everything with AI is it's I I want to immerse myself into it so that I can help teachers understand it and how they can use it and engage students and themselves right mm -hmm. in the classroom. So that's great. It's something I'm definitely going to be digging into more as well. So thank you. Thank you for taking the time to talk with me. <laughs> I look forward to attending more conferences with you. Same here. So now it's your turn. Think about how are you going to improve your own practice and how are you going to keep yourself young and healthy as an educator? Because happy, energized educators have happy, energized students. The more innovative you are, the more open you are to trying new things and being willing to fail sometimes the more risks your students are going to take as well, and the more they're going to try new things and new strategies. Thank you for watching. Please like and subscribe. And in the comments, share how you are keeping yourself young as an educator.